Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. Hey, this is Eddie. This is Adam. This is Marcus. And we're the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Facts. Today is episode 67. 67. Let's go. And we are back after a couple weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Life. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Adam had some stuff going on last week, and then I got caught up at work. Yep. Construction meetings, things like that. So... We decided not to record, um, which is fine because that was actually the day of the draft. Yeah. I didn't want to try to record late. I know Marcus has a long drive to get back home. Hour, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so he would have Rough. been missing part of it. So yep. speaking of the draft, as we said, the draft uh, was last week. So mm-hmm. it was, was it Thursday? Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and Saturday. My birthday, April 29th. Yeah, man. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Appreciate it. 32. Yeah, man, 32. Yeah. I used to be 32. (laughs) (laughs) A couple years ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, before we get into the show, so we're going to kind of recap round one. Right. um, In its entirety, we're not going to talk about every single pick. We'll talk about a few. Um, There's a big pressing... uh, or breaking news, if you will, about a particular player who is unhappy... Uh, where just, they are just kind of overshadowed the entire draft. Yeah, like, like Plaza says, he was big man. Yep. yep. Um, but before we get into that, how have you fuckers been doing, man? You want to take? You want to start this one off, Marcus? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm all right. It's just you know, just winding down the school year. Um, you guys got what, like six weeks left? Something like that. Um, you know, me being an administrator now, it's like I'm I'm there year round. But teachers are excited, which is great. Um, <laughs> you know, students are getting a little antsy. Um, yeah, we, it's getting hot outside. It's getting, it's getting hot outside, so they want to go outside more. Um, but you know, just just navigating the ins and outs of my day. Nothing too too crazy, but you know, I, you all you guys know, I always got a story. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but aside from that, you know, I'm doing pretty well. How about how about you guys? Good man. Uh, my wife is about to turn thirty on on Friday. Let's go three so, zero. Yeah. Are, are you rubbing that in because she's young and I'm old and mm. I, I used to be thirty? If I wanted to rub it in, I'd, I'd let you know I'm even younger than her. So uh, sounds like shade yeah. in this room. Because yeah, you just turned what twenty nine? Yeah, I, I turned thirty at the end of this year. But Let's yeah, go. she's uh, she's turned thirty thirty on Friday. Um, Shout out to the wife. Hopefully, she's not going to listen to this pod before Friday because mm. uh, I, I planned a little surprise for her. She. Was a little bummed out because she's like, oh, I'm not gonna see all my like my cousins, my family, and oh, all that. Yeah. And I've been playing it up like, oh, babe, I wish I, I wish we could get them together. Right. It's just, just not gonna work. People are gonna be out of town. That fool has no idea. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna surprise her on Friday. All, oh, all her up. family's coming over to this to this restaurant. It'll it'll be good. I'm excited for that. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, that's, yeah, it'll be cool. That's what's up. Um, just still recovering right. from surgery yeah and then i i was telling you guys before we started recording i like jacked up my back somehow mm-hmm. i don't know how so it's been like hard to get up and move around right um then i had like a follow-up doctor's appointment today with one of the surgeons he's like yeah like you're a month you know removed from surgery he's like starting today i want you to get out there and exercise like for like at least 20 minutes a day for three times a week right like the way my back is set yeah. up <laughs> and um i was just like oh okay cool no it's not happening um mm. So hopefully I can figure out what's going on with this thing because it's if you guys see me I can't even like really lean forward. Yeah, it's it's, For it's sure. rough right now. Um, yeah, and I've gotten some people asked uh, like just like about my surgery and all that stuff, and then they were like, "Why did you like choose to do that?" Right. And my response is pretty much just, "I'm so fucking sick of 
being goddamn fat. <laughs> I just want to be skinny. I want to fit in my little skinny shorts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much my response. Say less, bro. Yeah, man. So I'm 42 pounds down for for those. Crazy. That that's crazy. Yeah. It's hard to tell, in my opinion. I I, I see it. I, yeah, I definitely I, see, I see it. it right now. Yeah. Oh, Looking good you. in that shirt, man. Thank Looking, you. Well, it's yeah. the first time I've worn this shirt in almost two years. That's I guess. crazy, there you go. man. Yeah. Um, so there's like three extra shirts I can wear now. So nice. that's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, hey, it's it's like the weird. The rotation's it's, getting bigger. It's that like in between size where it's like, so I was a three X, mm-hmm. and it like kind of is too big, mm-hmm. but then the two X, some of them are like the a little, little too small. Yeah. Right. yeah, like I put the shirt on the other day. I was feeling good. I was like, I put it on. I was like, oh, hell no. And I took it off. I was like, <laughs> I was like not yet. Not yet. Two big X's and one little X. Yeah, so man. That's it. That's right. <laughs> I need like a 2.5 X. Right. There you yeah, go. Right. So, um, European sizes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then now that it's um, warm, so we've been out. You know, doing all the landscaping. Yeah, right. We just got the pool open today, but I mean, it's That's not ready up. to like be swimming in it and all that stuff. That water's ice cold. Mm. But yeah, just gearing up, I guess, for the summer. Um, there you go. We got some trips planned coming up in nice, the summer. Nice. So, That's what's up. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go down and visit my family at the end of this month. That's for, dope. What is it? Memorial weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So cool. Yeah, I'll take a day off of work that Friday and go down there. That's what's up. Should be good. Very I mean, good. I haven't seen them since. Well before the pandemic started, right? So it's, it's been, been so it's long. been over yeah, a year. It's probably years. like a year and a half for sure, or more actually, because I think it was that November. So like the pandemic happened in March. If mm-hmm. you go back to, I guess was it twenty nineteen? I don't think so. Anymore. Right? Hold on. I think it was before because our because we potted yeah, yeah. right it's, before. Yeah, yeah, because it started like March twenty twenty. Yeah, because yeah. right. I started at our company at the beginning of twenty twenty. So yeah. So. um yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but facts. It's yeah. So uh, yeah, that's really what I've been up to. So, um, getting into the show, man. Let's start it off with one Aaron Rodgers. So Bro, obviously the reports a came bad, out. Bad, bad man. Yeah. I'm sorry, a mad, mad <laughs> man. Yeah. So the, yeah. the the reports came out. Uh, it pretty much was like on draft day. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, he timed it. So perfectly. perfectly. Right. It was such a, I mean, uh, you just, you got to take your hat off to that, right? Like uh, to just, to just let it out right before the draft where it, it really overshadowed everything. Yeah, it really did. Um, One thing you can't do is like screw over a quarterback that's that great for so long and expects karma not to come back to you. Cause that's yep. exactly what happened to green Bay. Yep. So, <laughs> I was kind of looking and I got more caught up in listening to everybody's commentary about Rogers, like where would he go mm-hmm. Would the team, you know, trade him? What would they get back from right. that whole stuff? Like what is his actual grievance with the team? Is it just that they don't draft weapons in the first two rounds or it's twofold. So it's the fact that they haven't drafted him. Weapons. I think there was a little money involved, right? right? There, there's money involved, which honestly he doesn't care about anymore. Cause they tried yeah. to give him more money and he's like, nah, screw that. Yeah. I'm out. Um, the fact that they haven't been drafting him weapons last year, they right. went ahead and got a quarterback, yeah. which made him upset. <laughs> they moved up. They moved up Jordan to get a Love, yeah, yeah. Jordan Love without consulting him. Yeah, and then right. on top of that, he has a bad relationship with the GM. So it's, I think more or less, um, I mean, it's a rumor at this point. They said, well, it's either I go or the GM goes. But yeah. mm-hmm. more than likely, I'm saying 90% at this point, he wants out. So, 
Yeah, I, from my understanding, yeah, it's it's essentially he's just he feels like he's just been disrespected Slighted. for too long. Yep. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, I think it was the the Jordan Love one was was huge because like I don't think he expects to have a voice right and and to right. be able to like veto pickups and things like that. But yeah. the fact that he wasn't even notified that he found out when everyone else did, right? Like uh, <laughs> I think hot. like the Vikings told Kirk Cousins beforehand that they were going to draft a quarterback in like the third or fourth round right mm-hmm. like it, it, and I think him seeing the respect that other quarterbacks are getting right. and like him being arguably the best of the bunch right like oh, just right. from a talent standpoint yep. facts um just to, to see that like I I understand why he's pissed off and and also like looking at Brady right like Brady went to the Bucks and the Bucks very smartly knew that like their success hinged on keeping Brady happy and setting him up for success, right? 100%. And they went and, like, they consulted him. They worked with him. They did what they needed to do to put the pieces around him. And uh, Rodgers is just like, I, I I think Green Bay doesn't realize just how good Rodgers is. Like, I think he's covered so many of their mistakes for so long that they're starting to think that they're better than they are. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, let, for sure. Let, let's see what happens. Like, let's see how good your drafting has really been. Let's see how good your team has really been without Rodgers there to throw the ball. Yeah, for sure. So... It all makes sense to me. Um, I was texting with a buddy. Um, I think it was as soon as that news like started circulating mm-hmm. and everything. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, you think Rogers like, where's he going to go? I was like, eh. at first it was kind of like the Russell Wilson thing where mm-hmm. I was thinking like, oh, they'll smooth it over and things will be fine. But like I was even watching NFL Network last night for like a little bit and it was just all about the Rogers stuff. And yeah. it just it's not going away. Yeah. No, it's not. And it does seem like if they don't trade him, he's not showing up to OTAs. He's not showing up to training camp. And if they make him like if they force his hand, I think he'll sit out. But um, a good point Mario made was let him not show up to those team activities. Yep. The media is not going to let that go. Right? They're going to ask you know every single second they can. Are you going to trade him? Where's he going to go? Yeah. You know what's going on? And you know up in Green Bay they don't like the media. Yeah. You know not that they don't like media, but they don't like you know that Being kind that, of that kind of spotlight. Right. So I am actually convinced at this point that he's gonna get traded um and then i saw something i think it was on my way home today um i guess there's a few like favorites uh, as far as like landing spots Mm -hmm. so clearly he wanted to go to san francisco right um that's no longer gonna happen no uh but i believe like denver was on his list that's what i was thinking Uh, vegas was on his list yep um and again it was like san francisco but like the odds makers have thrown Washington in there mm-hmm. as well. So, um, and then I saw Richard Sherman, I, I think he was on ESPN or something, but I saw the clip on Twitter and they had asked him where a good landing spot, like, where do you think is, is a good landing spot for Aaron Rodgers? And he said, Washington, mm-hmm. he's like, they have that beast of a defense yep. and they have Terry McLaurin and some other weapons like Curtis Samuels. And, um, you know, they just drafted, another wide receiver. So they were like, you know, I can see him playing there. So it just made it more interesting. Right. Um, So let me ask you this, Marcus, you can go first. Does Rodgers end up getting traded and where does he go? I think he does get traded. And I think he ends up anywhere away from the NFC period. See, a lot of people say that. And I just don't necessarily agree. I, I mean, He's still under contract, right? I mean, 
essentially the squad. I mean, he does have pull, but I mean, the team's holding all the cards. Um, but I honestly see him in Denver before I see him in, on another like NFC team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where my head went. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I would even I can even see him in Vegas. I mean, if you if you honestly look at the Raiders and what they have weapons wise, they are loaded on offense. Yeah, and their defense isn't horrible. Um, they're actually not bad. They just need Abram to stay healthy. Like this dude is a a freight train and throws his body everywhere. But nevertheless, I honestly would see. I think I would see him in Denver or in Vegas before I would see him in the NFC. So, or on an NFC, and we're on an NFC team. So. Yeah, so I, so I lo- hold on, Adam. Let me get your take on that first. Uh, so I think I think he's gonna go for sure, and and right. I don't know if he's gonna be traded. Um, I don't know if I trust the. I, I think that's the smarter move for the Packers to make, but I don't know if I trust them to make that move. Um, because they, I, I feel like they could be a team that's like, no, it's about the principle of the matter. Like we're not trading you. You're gonna finish out your contract. You're gonna give us whatever money we, you know, you owe us back, like that sort of stuff. But I do think he's gone one way or another. I think uh, if there's one thing Rodgers knows how to do, it's hold a grudge. And oh, yeah. uh, so I was, yeah. I was just about to say that. Like I hope he goes full to like push ups in the driveway, invites yeah. <laughs> his own receivers like Devontae Adams just to throw balls at the local <laughs> high school stuff like that. Like Dude, I hope he goes all the way. He's in. just gonna be hosting Jeopardy, having the time <laughs> of his life. And, and he was really good at it too. Oh, he's for a great sure. host. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, no, I I think he's out. Um, I, I agree. I think Denver is the most likely landing spot because, right. I, I again, if the Packers are smart, right? Yeah, you want to keep him out of the NFC. And B, you send him, to the De- you send her, you send him over, over to Denver, all of a sudden, like, you're, he's got to deal with Mahomes too, right? Yep. So now, like, That's you're, cause, you're causing problems in that division, right? right. Um, right. Which, I, which I think is good, you know, for the rest of the league, for their, like, sakes, trying to get into the Super Bowl, right? For sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think that that's where he'll go, but... Um, I mean, for the right price, I would love to see him come to DC. Like, I don't, I don't think we would. Mor- I don't think we should mortgage the future. But um, so what do you? So that's a, like a follow up question there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you consider mortgaging the future? Because I've seen, um, like some analysts and stuff say, uh, they could see Washington trading two first, two seconds, mm-hmm. and possibly a player. And it was Matt Ioannidis. Yeah. Um. Would you consider that mortgaging the future? Two firsts and two seconds is a lot to me. Um, I would do... I, I, I think I would do two firsts. I don't know if I would do two firsts and two seconds. So I think it's going to take just about all those picks. Yeah. Um, my thing, to me, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, but I would try not to have to give up a player on the roster. Right. So if I can give you two first and two seconds, then I'm fine with that. That's yeah, that yeah, that's fair. For, um, me, for me, I actually thought it was fair. I thought to like two first and two seconds is okay. If you start talking three firsts, that's well, that's way too much. That's, that's, right? that's a yeah. little high, especially if you got to think about his career on the back end at this yeah, point. Like, how right. much are you truly going to get out of him, and is he? Gonna I be think healthy? yeah, because I think if you can protect Rogers, right. you've got a solid three years, maybe four. Right, right. But the O line has to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clearly, I don't think he'll come to Washington. And again, I don't know that he would even have a choice in the matter. Yeah. I think it's going to be whatever the team is asking. Right. And 
What they, team is willing to? Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get the. They're going to go for the best deal, and right? they're going like to start super it. high. They're going to be like three first and a play or something yeah. crazy. Yeah, and then that'll come down because I, I don't see teams right. really giving up uh, like three firsts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe um, the Broncos. I mean, Philly got three firsts. <laughs> Just kidding. No, that's not going to happen. But <laughs> and that would be funny. Yeah, that'd be um, hilarious. But let's talk impact, right? So clearly, if if to Richard Sherman's point, right. Um, I think out of all three teams, Denver, Vegas, and Washington, if I'm that quarterback, I'm thinking Washington is the better scenario. Yeah. It's an easy-ass division. Yeah. You're going to win it, bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFC in general is not as tough as the AFC. To yeah, me, Not right now. Not right now, well, no. Right, 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 right. Um, and, and, and that's all I'm talking about is right now. Right. Um, you wouldn't want to go to Denver because, as you said, you'd be playing Mahomes. Yep. Right. Um, so why would you want to? Now, again, if the team wants to be petty yep. and then they send you to Denver, then so, it is what it is. So I, might, I, I might challenge you on that, right? This is Rodgers, right? This is, like, one of the alphas of alphas, one of the most competitive dudes out there. I could very easily see him being, like, you know, wanting the challenge of going to Denver and, and relishing the opportunity to, to you know, banish Mahomes to a wild card spot or something like that and then get there and get his ass kicked and then regret it yeah so because honestly (laughs) Mahomes is on the rise the Chiefs offense is going nowhere um so but I also think that Elway like if he did get that done the following season with free agency he would be like dude who do you want yeah what's going on yeah like who else who do you want on this roster because you obviously have a say but I mean we'll see yeah. yeah, but I mean, it would be the most Denver thing ever, right? Because they had like Peyton Manning, poo poo quarterback play, and then all of a sudden get Peyton Manning, yep. and then back to poo poo quarterback play, and then get Aaron Rodgers. Right. So, yeah. Either way, it'll be interesting story to follow, um, and see where he ends up. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think his 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 time in Green Bay is done. Yeah. Right. So all right, That's well, wrap. let's um. I guess kind of quickly go through like the first round. Yeah. So number one, overall Trevor Lawrence, then to Jacksonville, to Jacksonville, which we all knew. No surprise there. We knew that was happening. Yeah. Um, number two, Zach Wilson to the, the Jets. Jets. The Jets. We had Trey Lance, which was a surprise. That so actually, that was a surprise to me. They kept that super close yeah. to home. Like I like you heard nothing until that pick. So well, it was I, the I think that Justin Fields or Mac Jones thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had them picking Mac Jones, but really? yeah, I had I, I had Mac would go Fields. Yeah, but, but I no. I, so I think this is this is a pick worth like talking about just for a second, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right just yeah. just because this was like the most intriguing pick, right? right. No one had any idea what they were going to do there, right? Um, I I'm very happy that they did not get Mac Jones for their own sake. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Kyle even said they'd never considered him. For no, a second. for them, it, they, from what he said, it, it was Trey Lance like the whole way the jump. Yeah, because like even if you just look like not even experience, if you look at Trey Lance just as a person, and mm-hmm. then look at Mac Jones, Mac Jones is walking around with a dad bod. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So like like I think fitness and optics matter especially in a locker room so if you're yep. sitting there and you you draft mac jones to the niners right and then you have jimmy g who's like literally super physically fit um definitely has a crazy arm and you're bringing in a guy with a dad bod like what message does that right, send to the team right. like aesthetically like is he gonna work hard yeah like we don't know so mm-hmm. i mean that's that's my take on that situation but shout yeah, out to them yeah i the only thing i question with san francisco taking trey lance right is 
I hope they actually love him as the player he is now right. and not these like wild possibilities of what he could be. Mm-hmm. So I know in general when you're drafting someone, there's going to be a mix of the two. Right. right. But to move up to number three and then take him there, um, I just hope they, they like I said, really, really want him. For sure. Um, how he is now. Now, I don't know if he starts day one. Definitely you know not. I mean? Not at Definitely all. Definitely not. It's, I think they have yeah. no plans to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think they'd be really happy if like if he was good enough for them to do that, but I'm pretty sure they're they're more like they want to keep Jimmy G on the roster. Um mm-hmm. they want to bring Trey Lance up like bring him along, develop him, right? And uh I think it, you know, he's in a really good spot. He's if a, they do bring him along the way they they want to, he'll mm-hmm. he'll still end he up could be playing. Great. Right. They still end up playing this year because Jimmy G can't stay healthy. Yeah. Right, and that was my next point. Like, dude, just and that's his. That's his really his only knock is that he just couldn't stay healthy. So they forced the Niners' hand in actually drafting a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was never just super high on Garoppolo to begin with. Now, clearly, he doesn't suck. No, but I, I don't think he's like that good. I it's, think it's that cliche, right? Where it's like, it's like he's he's not he's not gonna take your team. To the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Like he's right. not going to elevate your team, but like he'll, given the right pieces, he he won't screw things up. Right? right. Yeah. 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 So again, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I think Trey Lance has a ton of upside. Yeah. I think his ceiling is immensely high. Right. Um. And I mean, it should be should should be fun to watch for sure. So at four, um, the Falcons take Kyle Pitts. So. I was surprised there. Yeah. I, think I was were. always thinking yeah. they were going to trade back. Right. Um, and then I somehow had Pitts falling to the Dolphins at six. But, I mean, I don't know what Atlanta's doing, if that makes sense. Like, it, it kind of seems like they're in a rebuild because they have, like, older players. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't know really what their identity is. So, it's, like, a tight end. I, I don't know. Um I mean, we'll see. Dude's yeah. a problem. I mean, I yeah, I think he's the most exciting player in the right. draft, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Well, right? he's going so, to the yeah. Hall of Fame. He's he's like like ultimate mismatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I think it. I was I was surprised by it too. I'm guessing Atlanta just could not get enough for the pick, probably because everyone else in the world knew that they wanted to trade back too. Yep. Uh, but I think yeah. it's interesting. I still think they they might look to move Julio, which. Um, would be it, smart. Yeah, I think so. In too. which It'd case, like Pitts makes a lot of sense for them. Right. Yeah. Another big body. You know, crazy catch rate is all that. Yep. Um, moving on to number five, and at this point in the draft, I was sweating bullets. Um, <laughs> obviously, the Bengals took Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. You know, to to go ahead and go along with um, Joe Burrow because they have that relationship, which mm-hmm. was my what I thought was going to happen. Um, and if it didn't, I would have been highly upset, especially because, you know, my Eagles traded that sixth pick yeah. <laughs> to the Dolphins. But we did get another first out of it. What are you guys' thoughts on that pick? Um, I don't really have any thoughts on it. Cool. I mean, I thought it was... Yeah. It was that alignment, basically. Yeah. I think, yeah. But I think I think by them going out to get uh, Jamar Chase is just like, here's what we're about to do. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I think, I think their offense now can really be explosive. For I sure. just hope they can protect Burroughs. That's all. Yeah, right. we don't need to see a reincarnation of last year. Like, yeah. we don't need that. Yeah. yeah. He's too good. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, the Dolphins take Jalen Waddle, which was I thought was a great pick. 
Um, number seven, Panay Sewell, to use an offensive tackle. He goes to the Lions. Did you see how stoked they were about that pick? Like oh they were gosh. so like they happy, were, they so lost hyped their up. Minds, they could dude. not believe he was still there. Yeah. Like they Crazy. were so happy. That that was a lot of fun to see. Yeah, I thought the that coach is gonna start biting kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, sheesh. Right. Uh, then we have the Panthers taking J.C. Horn. DB. Yeah. DB, yep. Yeah. Defensive back. I thought that was a good pick. And then for me, the surprise, or one of the surprises of the draft, is um, Patrick Sertain going to the Broncos at nine, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which their secondary is starting to get stacked. Loaded. Yeah. And honestly, if this pick didn't happen, there's no way we're getting Devontae Smith. Yeah, because that literally set the train the chain reaction to yeah. where the Cowboys are like, well, this pick means nothing. Yeah, to us. and then and then we I swap. Th- yeah, they yeah, and I saw the trade. I was like, oh, okay, so they're moving back because they didn't get Horn or Sertain. Yeah, so, yep. Yeah. So we could screw the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw. I mean that. I mean that basically leads me into pick ten when we moved up to get Devontae Smith, which I think is a great pick. But I don't. Did you guys see any of like the reactions? The Dallas Cowboys have traded the tenth pick to the Philadelphia Eagles with the tenth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Philadelphia Eagles select Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Those cheers are the fan. Those are the cries of all these Philly <laughs> fans who've just been Bro. in wide receiver like. Uh, Wide receiver hell for so long. Yeah. Facts and like funny stories. So you know, I placed a phone call to Jeffrey Laurie myself, and I was like, "Dog, it's my <laughs> birthday. Like, I need y'all to hold me down." They said, "You know, oh, is this Marcus? Like from the average sports guys?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I got you. It's your birthday." I'm saying we're gonna put my man, um, what's his face, um, uh, uh, Howie Roseman in the corner. You know, me and Sirianni got this. Facts, and that's exactly what happened. Um, Shout out to Philly, pulling Devontae Smith, screwing the Giants. And did you guys see those reaction videos by, you know, the Giants fan base? Mm-mm. Oh, you got oh, you got to Google them. They're just hilarious. So or just how upset. I, like, I hate Philly. Philly is <laughs> trash. They're always screwing us over. Yeah. Why? What, 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 were they trying to get Devontae? They wanted yeah. Devontae Smith because oh, he was okay. supposed to fall to the Giants. To, right. to, you know what I'm saying? The rich get richer at receiver screw at, at that point. So, yeah, screw the Giants. Um, we definitely took your receiver from you. And he's going to eat well in Philly. All right, moving on. So at eleven, the Bears they traded up, didn't they? Yeah, they traded. Yeah, they a jumped lot. up. Uh, how many spots was it? They Ooh. were picking behind us, right? I, I think they, jumped, they were. They, they moved like from twenty spots. to eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To pick so, up Justin, Justin Fields. Fields and this fan base went bonkers. Yeah. They went as, nuts. I mean, as well they should have. Great, right? I think it's a great pick. Right. Yeah. I think that's the pick of the draft. I was honestly. just about to say that. It so had to have before been, yeah. we started recording, I was like, "Who who do you think you know had like the best draft and who had like the worst?" To me, I thought what the Bears did was very solid, right? Um, and clearly, if Fields pans out, what they gave up to move up wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It's really not, especially if you're getting a future like stud quarterback who everybody projects Justin Fields to be. I mean, who was their like legit last notable quarterback? Was it um, Jay Cutler? 
and that, even I mean, in, he had a in, few in, good seasons. He had a few good seasons, and in my opinion, he's more known for the stuff he did. You know, the slightest ex-wife yeah. than <laughs> right. playing quarterback. <laughs> so, I mean, that really speaks to the organization as to who their quarterbacks have been. Yeah, the yeah. fact that this fan base gets a legit top tier, you know, prospect. I think it's a it's a big deal, and it's good. It's just good for football. Yeah, yeah. I'm I excited agree. to watch this kid. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. And with him going to Chicago, I mean, he doesn't have to start, right? Because they no. have Dalton yeah, and they Dalton. still have Foles. Right. So I don't see both Dalton and Foles being on the team by the end of the year. No. But I think there, if I'm in charge, there's zero expectation of Fields starting week one. Right? They even came out and said that Dalton's going to start, you know, because mm-hmm. they want him to, you know, grow in that system, you know, glean what he can from Foles and from Dalton. So, I mean, like I said, he's in the best position right now yeah. um, to be successful. So I'm actually excited for the kid. Yeah, me too. All right. So at 12, we got the Cowboys taking Micah Parsons. Um, that let's talk about that because because okay. they're in the NFC East, right? Yeah. So, right. Um, I was, I said on this show that's who I wanted was Micah Parsons. After listening to him talk when they interviewed him, <laughs> if he doesn't sound, he just sounds like he he was made to go to Dallas and get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, like, for yeah. sure. Just the way he was talking sounds like I'm about to be suspended by week six. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Oh well. No. Um, yeah. 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 I. I wholeheartedly agree with that that's hilarious because i share the exact same sentiment um yeah i i good pick for the cowboys in terms of like clearly this is what they needed what sean lee retired right he announced his retirement right he did he did did. so so i mean linebacker made a lot of sense for them but yeah uh i'm i'm okay with micah parsons not being on our team yeah very okay with par for the course in this point i mean because if it wasn't the first thing it was the second thing out of every announcer's mouth yeah. character issues dude mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i mean well i mean obviously we hope for the best you know no of course yeah i don't wish for a player we don't wish for a player months. but nine times out of ten if a questionable player ends up on the cowboys there's a case pending yeah i was like yeah oh well <laughs> i think he'll fit in um no i mean obviously good talent um right. great great prospect oh for sure he has pretty much everything you would want out of just a physical nasty linebacker oh so, for sure Speed, i mean cover skills yeah he's 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 dope yeah, so I mean, they clearly got better at that position. Right. Overall, Dallas's defense. I mean, we'll get into that in the next couple of weeks. We start kind of <laughs> just talking about teams, but Facts. overall, I mean, their their defense is just not very good. Their secondary is still poo. Right. Um, I I fully expect them to just get exposed and get torched. I think they had drafted like a corner later in in the draft, mm-hmm. and he runs like a four or five. They did. So he's about to get torched too. Yeah. So yeah, about to get beat it, up by, yeah. our, by our guys. Smoked. Yeah, but again, for them to to pick up um Micah Parsons I thought I thought that was pretty good Pragmatic for sure pick. so yeah. the Chargers take uh offensive tackle Rashawn Slater um which I thought was a, it was a smart pick good I mean, pick yeah. dude Herbert's Great. a monster protect oh, right. him. 30 protect touchdowns him. last year yeah, for sure protect him um Elijah Vera Tucker went to the Jets at 14 offensive mm-hmm. guard Mac Jones to the Patriots at 15 yeah I can't remember were we texting we were about that we were like okay they're clear yeah. Yeah, Mac th- Jones is gonna yeah, go there, this is, this right? Is and then the way he was walking, all the memes and gifts <laughs> I saw. Oh, they were for like, sure. There, uh, I saw one. I think it was from Pete Haley. Um, he's a local, like reporter, and right? All that stuff. He he had me dying. Uh, he was tweeting. He said he looked like a, a 
like a school administrator going to break up a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was dying laughing. And then Tori Smith tweeted out, he's like, man, uh, Mac Jones is looking like he's getting ready to go snitch on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. For oh, sure. Oh, man. Yeah, that was funny. But I thought that was a solid pick. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, right. They clearly need an option at quarterback. Yep. Right. And because Cam is not the long-term solution. Absolutely so. not. We'll see how it pans out. Right. So at 16, the Cardinals take uh, Zayvon Collins, Tulsa, outside linebacker. I think they needed to do that. They did. Because, what was it, last year they got, was it, Isaiah Simmons? Yeah. And he's kind of that, and I hate the term, like a tweener. Yeah. Where it's like you're between a safety and a linebacker. It's a hybrid. So they didn't really, it at times almost seemed like they didn't have a plan for him or know where to put him. So right. you, know, you have like a good physical, fast linebacker. Um, I think that should help them for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, 17, the Raiders take Alex Leatherwood offensive tackle. Some that, people say that was a reach. And that, that, yeah. that honestly pissed off that entire fan. Like they were upset. Yeah. You saw it on their faces. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people did say it was a reach. For me, I mean, if that's your guy and he fits your system, and yeah. he, I mean, why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. look at your backfield, dude. Look at your backfield. So, I mean, and then also you want to keep Derek Carr upright, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, and, and I mean, overall, that's the thing, right? So, like, I don't get too high or too low on right. who people draft, hell, even our team. Yeah. Right. Because we're not sitting with the scouts and, and, and the head coach and the coordinators. And right. They prioritize. I'm sure there's different variables they have right. to how they prioritize. Right. Clearly, when you listen to, like, uh, the draft analysts and stuff, they're going, like, based on straight up talent stats like that whole type of stuff but you know i some, mean some teams value character some teams value scheme and those right. types of things so and that's, it's like at this that was point, our guy oh for sure and at this point you got to kind of trust chucky and mayock a little bit more um just able for what they were able to do since you know chucky's been there and mm-hmm. true how decent they've been so yeah i i think i, I judge this pick more on and, and really uh, most of the picks i judge them more on more on the position right like uh mm-hmm. you know was it a smart move to go after a player at this position? And I think in this case it was. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely something that they need. Their O-line needs help. Yep. Um, they got weapons on offense. Yep. So, yeah, uh, give, give that offense a chance to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Dolphins at 18, they got Jalen Phil- uh, Phillips, a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, Some you, people had him, I think, rated as the best defensive end in the draft. Yeah. yeah. What school did he come from? He came from Miami, Miami right? The, yeah. the U. Yeah. So you already yeah. know. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you He's know. a beast down there. He is a yeah. beast down there. Um, you guys at 19, Jamin Davis, Kentucky, inside linebacker. First That's off, right. correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even think my team got music and gunshots like get you, get you and everything you stand for. That was that was hold on, hold on. That was our social media versus y'all social media. I just literally went to Instagram and, and I just I just found those um, found those clips. Man, look, you could have played a little Dreams and Nightmares or something. Yeah, true. Shout <laughs> out to up. our social media it's, team. It's though. messed up. I think we were actually voted like best. NFL yeah, social no, we media we've been year. like killing. They've been it, killing yeah. it. And I think that's like um We're winning off the field. I think right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but we got to start winning on the field. Yeah. That Bruce Allen, man. Um, yeah, th- that social media department. They ever since Rivera and all them came yeah. in, I think Riverboat his daughter, Ron. daughter runs it. Oh, that's what's up. Um, so yeah, uh, they've been doing it. They've been doing a great job. Yeah, but yeah I she's got a whole mix board. Did you see real quick? So you know the J Cole um, album cover. He's sitting on the yeah, roof. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. So see drive. the one with um, Antonio Gibson. So yeah. So wow. they, they literally it's like you know J Cole sitting there, but right. they photoshopped his face on there. Antonio and it was his face yeah. on. They, that's they, funny. That's they funny. remixed like uh, or they did that with a bunch of our our guys. Like yeah, oh, yeah. they they uh, they photoshopped a bunch of album covers. It was it was that's a actually cool pretty. Post. That's pretty smart. I it like was that. Funny. It's good play. Yeah, man. So at 19, Jamin Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. Um, what's your thoughts? I mean, going back to just judging it by the position, yes. Like, right? Oh, absolutely. That linebacker is exactly what we needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I trust our guys when it comes to drafting linebackers. I think mm-hmm. they've done a pretty damn good job in the past. Yep. Um, I know, th- I think the concern about Davis is, is inexperience, right? It's mm-hmm. mainly he didn't have right. a ton of starts. Right. But... As far as like the the physicality of this dude, I mean, he's a guy who can clearly go sideline to sideline, right? And and I yeah. think that's exactly the type of player that that this defense really needs. Um, and 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 the nice thing is that yeah, he might be inexperienced, but what better place to like drop in and learn than behind that crazy defensive front, right? Like he's yeah. he's and and apparently he's like. Again, I'm not like a film guy. I, I'm not that great at reading all this stuff. But based on the opinions of other experts, it seems like he's a very instinctive guy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he might be a little bit unpolished, but he makes the right reads. He knows how to find himself around around the ball. So I'm I'm very excited about this pick. Yeah, and he seems to be a pretty short tackler. His closing speed, it seems to be ridiculous. Just yeah, right. watching a little bit of the highlights that, that I was able to, um, he will get after you. Oh, for sure. And his ability or excuse me, with his speed, um, he should be able to run with tight ends. Yeah. So that huge for us. Yeah. So that could be a huge plus. Right. And that's really annoying for me because we do have good tight ends. And then you also got to think about the rest of the division with running backs, right? Like everybody has a stud running back. Right. So if right. he can get sideline to sideline like that, then it's 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 one on one. And I mean, a guy that's that physical, that athletic chances are he's he's making a tackle so yeah and i think it really goes back to the playoff game right where we played tampa bay we got we really got exposed on the ground um we gave up what 500 yards total um for sure we were missing um just a good linebacker and then we we should get ionitis back and up up on the line he's good at stopping the run so um i really think this defense got way more better yeah, right. yeah. Is that how you say it? Way more better. Way better. Way, way, way. We're better. going with way more better. Way more better. More better. More Clip that. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I think you should see a huge improvement. Um, right. and and then even with us getting um, who was the dude we signed from Cincinnati? The corner. Oh shoot! Is it Jackson? William Jackson? I'm something, blanking on his name. But something yeah, like that. Know, yeah. We'll go with it. Yeah. So I think your secondary is getting a little better. This, right. The team uh, uh, Del Rio said yesterday that um, uh, Landon Collins will play at safety. Okay. Yep. So a strong safety. Strong safety because there was talk of him talk being of moved him to moving, linebacker yeah, right. to linebacker, and then clearly when we selected uh, Jamin Davis, like you throw that out the window. Yeah. Right. So all right. So pick twenty. 
We have the Giants picking Kadarius Tony from Florida, and he's a wide receiver. I thought he was a solid um, pickup mm-hmm. for what they have. Absolutely for, right, and the best available wide receiver, one hundred percent. Now, some of the knock on Tony is clearly going to be size, but right. then also he kind of has the Nelson Aguilar the yeah. dropsies. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. But the dude is ridiculously fast. Oh, he's quick. He's shifty. If you can get him that ball in space, he can make things happen. Right. So, I mean, to me, the Giants, I think people are sleeping on him, man. Yeah. Because you got to think Saquon's coming back. If he can yes, stay he healthy, he's a dual threat. He can run or catch the ball. Right. And he's fast. So you have that plus the wide receivers that they brought in. I mean, mm. yeah. I think they could be scary. And then their defense, like I said, I thought they were good last year. So yep. Right. And then obviously Daniel Jones is a sneaky what? Four three running, even though he looks yeah. goofy as hell. But yeah. like at the end of the day, like he will run on you. So you still have to account for that. Yeah. But and and I would say and and we'll get into it again when we start right. breaking down the NFC East. But um to me this is do or die for the kid. Yeah, oh, no, for, no, this, this is, is literally hundred percent. This, this is this is the Giants leaning into like, all right. Got Show you. us what you got, like Danny Dimes. Right. We literally got you everything you needed to be yep. successful. Right. Just go out and win. That's what we need you to do. Yep. So at 21, the Colts take Quitty Pay from Michigan. Um, 30 seconds on this dude. Dude's hellacious. What's it? What's his oh. position? For uh, defensive end. So yeah. dude's a problem. I'm a Michigan fan. I love yeah, this kid. Is, like this dude is a, a beast. Rusher. Yeah. Disruptor. A rusher. Facts. Um, he can get a little bit lower, lower, lower his center of gravity a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can you can coach that up. I mean, he's going to an awesome defense anyway. Right. So he like you can't put this kid on a better defense to be successful. Yeah, unless so, he's going to Washington. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> no, um, but I think he'll be in good hands. Oh, he'll be in great oh, hands. Yeah, Absolutely, uh, he plays fast. I mean, he's going with fast. So defense. one thing on him. Uh, go go ahead. Adam. Oh no, I'm just saying, I'm I'm a self professed Colts fanboy. Um, like oh, they're, yeah. they're like my they're like my second team almost. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I love this pick for them. Man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I thought it was smooth. Wasn't he the one wearing the Black Panther suit? I think he was. He yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. smooth. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yep. No, the kid's a beast. He's terrifying. Yep. <laughs> so pick twenty two, the Titans take Caleb Fairley, uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Uh, good pickup corner stud problem. I mean, they needed a guy, so yeah. yeah and good I think, for them. and I think the reason he kind of fell where he did, and I almost had him pretty much going in the early second round, right? Because so he sat out last year right. due to COVID, mm-hmm. but then back he has surgery. injury history, right? Yep. Yep. So that's right, the back surgery. So that's why he slid down the board. So I mean, if his medicals check out and he can stay healthy, I think he's going to provide a lot of upside. He could be a steal, dude. For, oh, for, for that sure, yeah, he could be Titans huge defense. fucking steal. Yeah. Yep. So at twenty three, um, the Vikings take Christian Derrishaw from Virginia Tech. Out yeah, to, I was uh, offensive tackle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was pissed at nineteen. Once um, uh, Parsons came off the board, yep. and who's the other one? Was it Zavin? I think he mm-hmm. went before nineteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought okay, go get Christian Derrishaw. But once they got. Jamin Davis. I was like, oh, hello. Yeah. All they're doing is buying time for Kirk Cousins to Kirk more. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's really what it is, which defenses should love. Kirk, right. Yeah. Kirk having all the time <laughs> in the, the world, world. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's going to give you the ball. <laughs> like, that's just what he's going to do, you especially if it's the fourth quarter. Oh, for sure. Five dude. minutes or under. Yeah. Right. You're getting the ball. You're getting right. the ball right. back. Right. Jump that. <laughs> all right. So, um, at 24, the Steelers take 
Najee Harris, Alabama. This was needed. I mean, at yeah. the end of the D'Angelo day, D'Angelo even called that one, right? Yeah. Um, we had yeah. him on like a yeah. month ago for sure because Con- he just can't stay healthy, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's always out. Yeah, and I, well, I Connor's really, gone, isn't he? Or is he still I thought he's still on the team. I think he's still yeah. on the team. Even if he was gone, I mean, you, you still got to replace that guy that oh, of course was just a hundred percent just not healthy. He was good when he was on the field, but. Dude, like every other game, he was out. So yeah. Well, and then and he also, wasn't even honestly, he wasn't even good every time he was on the field. This no, most recent season, yeah, yeah, no, he's, I'll give, he's well, you know, garbage I'll give a bunch of the time. Oh, for sure, I get this. Yeah, unfortunately, so, I like the guy. But yeah. <laughs> so one thing about Najee Harris that I thought was pretty cool is you know everybody was doing their draft day parties and right. all that stuff. He was actually pizza at party. The, yeah, yeah, but he was at the homeless shelter. The homeless that shelter. He actually yep. spent a few years in. Yeah. Yep. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Like everything about him that I hear, he just seems to be like a good dude. Like there was a story when they were doing like pro days and stuff uh-huh. um and i should have looked it up because i kind of heard it in passing but something happened to where long story short he literally got in his car and drove like nine yeah, hours he i think it was to be he couldn't fly to be there, there or is. something like that so he drove up and he wasn't even participating yeah it was yep. his he buddies. just, he just wanted to be there for his he boys yeah. Up. Yep. yeah um yeah no no this dude this dude seems awesome um yeah happy happy for him and happy for the Steelers honestly like I'm excited to see a guy like this paired up with Mike Tomlin oh for sure yeah and Dwayne Haskins oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) yep yeah how could I forget Dwayne oh it's easy to forget that Pittsburgh MVP Haskins oh my god yeah go ahead continue to spend that money bro yeah man all right next up so the Potentially rich get richer with this pick. So at 25, um, Travis Etienne from Clemson goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Huge pairing. Like, how could you not? Right. So, like, I'm, Jesus, dude. I mean, yeah, I, I think, like, I mean, Etienne is a monster. Right. Straight like, monster. Just so ridiculously fast, Strong. so explosive. Right. Um, uh, the only, like, thing that leaves me a little per- perplexed about this, though, is, like, didn't they just had a rookie running back have a hell of a season last year. So Maybe I don't know how, like... they're going to go, like, a split carry type thing. I, I that's, that's guess. A possibility. I, mean, I guess. We've been doing it for years. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not... I'm not inter- I don't know if this was, like, the best pick for them at this no, spot. No, I agree. I agree. But, um, I agree. but no, I mean, it, it, there's no denying the kid's talented. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, I trust Urban in this situation. Um, moving forward, the Brownies at 26 take Greg Newsom the second. Gregory Newsom... The second, no, this is the guy I highlighted earlier on. For so, sure. Uh, this is my guy. I think this is a great pick. Go ahead, Browns. Uh, <laughs> I support you. I support your decisions for agreeing with me. Uh, but no, I, I, just about the Browns in general, I would say, just just a really good draft. And this is just the start of their draft. But right. like they, man, they're, they're new GM. Like those Monster. guys know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That defense. Andrew first Barry, off. man. Did you guys see Miles Garrett in that extra medium suit? Oh yeah, and with all he the muscle like, he put yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, man! I was like, what are you doing? Dude, like, what are you ridiculously yoked." Let's yeah. go, Brownies. Yeah. Let's go. And I'm just like, "Dog, really?" Like he was like his body like wanted to swallow the mic. This yeah. dude was swallowing yeah. the the lectern. It was oh, crazy. he was straight flexing because oh, the way he was flexing. leaning on oh, that yeah. podium. Now I'm pretty sure like that's just the only like. When you're that big and stuffed into a suit that that's <laughs> right. tight, there are only certain positions that you can get to, and I feel like that was one of them, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I guarantee it was like 70% like polyester, yeah. <laughs> spandex, something going on. Yeah. And it's like he was trying to do his best, you know, macho man Randy Savage impressment at the podium. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, so since we're talking about suits real quick, let's kind of back up. I think it, who was it? Was it Jamar Chase when he got drafted? 
uh, when they called his name, he was in the back room or whatever, mm-hmm. and his family was jumping up. Oh, they and, and they went yeah. to hug him, and he just got up and walked out. <laughs> like none of y'all get. I was nuts. Yeah, and so I think you said it to me. He said if the uh, it said. Um, if the definition of y'all ain't getting Get, shit was yeah. person, <laughs> I was done. He just, they called his name. He just got up yeah. and just whoop, And they right. turned around and he wasn't there. Right. Cracking up. And he's got a great PR team, I guess you could say. Because, like, literally right after that came out, like, they said press release. Oh, he celebrated with his family beforehand because he got the phone call. Yeah. Come on. They were on it. They were on it. But, yeah. <laughs> Now, Miles Garrett, yeah, he was. Oh, that man was extra swole. Those threads were hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, at twenty-seven, the Ravens take uh, Rashad Bateman, uh, Minnesota wide receiver. Yeah, I thought that was solid. I right. mean, back into the first first round. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they reached for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't. think I think if somebody would have taken him. Inside the 20, to me, that would probably been like a little bit of a reach. But, I mean, he could end up being solid. I mean, right. th- I think it's it's just another characteristically good pick right. from the Ravens, right? right. Hopefully but hopefully they, this receiver pans out for That's what I was for about sure. to say because they haven't, they haven't historically been known to draft receivers. They yeah. really but, but they'll bring in some veteran receivers and tear you apart, which yep. is why I kind of think Julio could benefit from going there. Oh, for oh, sure. That would, if if Julio goes there with Lamar Jackson, Well, I should Hollywood say the Brown. Ravens would benefit yeah. by Julio yeah. going there. But I, but you could even say he would because you got to think about the speed on the outside with Hollywood Brown. Then you have a true, a tried and true vet in Julio Jones. And then you still got Willie Sneed there bringing this kid in yeah. on yeah. top of their running game. Plus, and they it, still have like that young dude Duvernay. They yeah. had him on special teams. That's right. some bitch is fast. Right. Yeah. So it's like, man. Yeah. Um, so that they can go mean. out and get him. <laughs> yeah. Assuming like, assuming Atlanta releases him. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, th- I think that'd be pretty solid. But right. yeah, I wasn't mad at that pick Not by the all. Ravens. It, it made sense. They definitely needed sure. a wide receiver. Absolutely. So at 28, the Saints get Cam Jordan some help at defensive end with Peyton Turner. Mm. I must have missed that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. that's, yeah. that's that's that was very anticlimactic. But yeah, it's all that was. Good. Very, I yeah, I just I don't have thoughts. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah, man. I think the bigger story for this team is just who's going to start at quarterback. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. But, yeah. And, uh, and what is the offense overall going to look like? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. And at tw- right, and at twenty nine, the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers select <laughs> Eric Stokes, cornerback yeah. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, bro, they haven't drafted a wide receiver. Right uh, in the first two rounds since 05 or yeah, something like that. It's, it's crazy, insane, man. What are they doing? Over I mean, there? so clearly they needed another DB because uh, yeah, 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 their yeah. their second DB. I think he was playing hurt, to be fair. But yeah, he got cooked in he that loved. Bucks game. Yeah. Um. But right. yeah, I I mean I don't know, man. Just and just help your franchise player out. What's yeah. that? The, the Kevin Hart meme. <laughs> oh, help me! Help me! <laughs> help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so, at 30, uh, the Bills take Gregory Rousseau from Miami, defensive end. Miami boy. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't you know, what you get with the U. know that they necessarily needed another edge rusher, but, I mean, who you can never have too many of them in this league. So No, especially you can put them on some crazy rotations. Yeah. Facts. And nobody's getting tired. Right. Yeah, <laughs> keep them fresh. <laughs> All right, so at 31, uh, forgive me if I screw this up, Odafe Owe from Penn State, outside linebacker, went to the Ravens. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. I thought that was pretty solid. Yeah, there's something they needed as well, right? Mm-hmm. They're, again, yep. just filling a, filling a need here. 
Yep. Right. And then last but not least, at 32, um, the Bucks take Joe Tryon, Washington, outside linebacker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did remember that. Yeah, so yeah. it was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I, you know, the Bucks, their their main success in this offseason was just keeping everyone in the building. Bringing everybody uh, so yeah, yeah, back. I, I feel the like whole you know, band back their whole together. draft, all this is all just a bonus. And I'll say this. Oh, yeah. If they run it back, I guarantee they you won't. all. I, huh? They won't. They won't. But if they do, I guarantee you every free agent will go there for a ham sandwich and a Sprite just, yeah. to, just, oh, to, yeah. just to ride that bandwagon. Oh, yeah. All right. So that does it for the first round of the draft recap. That is all we're going to do is the first round. Right. Um, let me get your take on this before we get into uh, the team news. All we're going to do is just Marcus is going to go ahead and, and recap like the Eagles draft picks and right. kind of what he thinks. Uh, we drafted quite a few, so I'm just going to run down the list, um, talk about just a few of them right. and, and, and what I think their impact could be. But let me ask you this. From an entertainment standpoint, mm-hmm. how how did you like the draft? It's, so it's two-part. And do do you really think it needs to go Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? Or can it be a two-day event? I wouldn't mind seeing it as a two-day event. Um, and But, I mean, I'm cool with it being the three-day, right? Because it gives me something to watch on Saturday. Um, yeah. But... Overall, I loved what they did. I love the fact that they had a fan on stage in the armchair of uh, Roger Goodell that he had when, you know, everything was virtual last season, yeah. which I thought was pretty dope. So the chair kind of annoyed me. Oh. Because at first I didn't, I was like, why is there a damn chair? They're you know, like, this is the chair from Roger Goodell's basement. I'm like, who gives a shit? But right. I mean, that's cool. I mean, you like it, that's fine. Like, I'm not, you know. <laughs> I thought it was cool because I don't know if they explained that maybe because I don't remember because there's so much going on outside of football but i for me it was more of a like them putting like a person of you know of importance or somebody that you know that whether they were a cancer survivor or something you can correct me if i'm wrong or somebody that was dope enough to be like as a human being and they've been through something to be in that chair i don't know and then i think uh also too they had like um like the fan of the year for those teams that were sitting up there right so yeah so from an entertainment standpoint i think that's pretty cool yeah but other than that, I was like, okay, I could have did without the chair. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? That's basically what I had. So overall, so obviously day one. Pumped. Oh, for like sure. I was completely into it. Uh, I was in tune, watching it. That's fine. Day two, same thing. Right. Bro, by day three, I was just kind of like, mm, I don't think I finished the last like two rounds. Right. So it's like I had things to do, so I went and I did them. Whereas the first two days, Thursday and Friday, no, I was glued to the TV. Right. So my last part on this before I ask you a question. So what bothered me more than anything is that because of the shortened time, because of the later rounds, I felt like what bothers me the most is when analysts are playing catch up and it kind of like throws off the actual like experience of the draft on that Saturday where they're playing catch up like with picks and it's oh. offset from what's actually being picked. Yeah. Which be- is kind of annoying. Yeah. Cause it'll say like Philadelphia is on the clock. Right. And then, you know, they're talking about, let's say who Philly could possibly draft. Um, da, 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 and then it'll say the pick is in, they keep right. talking. Right. And then towards the later drafts, like nobody's going to the podium to read it. It just right. flashes on the screen. Right. And they're still talking about it. And then it says next on the clock, be like the bears. 
and then they're still talking and then the bears pick is in like they should have already shifted gears so yeah i kind of see what you're saying because for sure that that was part of the reason i checked out now for those who don't know so i was watching on nfl network right i guess they kind of got like the lowest um uh what do you call them ratings ratings yeah out of espn and i think it was abc right who, who was um airing the draft mm-hmm. um but i tend to lean towards the NFL network because I know when I turn on the NFL network, it's always football, but right. sometimes I turn to ESPN and it could just be what the hell ever. So, For sure. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, to your point, because once I started seeing that, I was like, I'll just check out and then I'll just get my updates from my team with who they pick. I mean, most of the guys in the later part of the draft, I wasn't too familiar with anyway. Honestly, you're really not going to know who they are most time, nine times out of 10, but yeah, for sure. Um, so my question to you was, what do you think they should do to fix it? I think round, so it's hard, right? Because round one, it's just something about it. Mm -hmm. And so I do agree that it has its own day. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking like, okay, do you do rounds literally two through seven the next day? That's a long day. Right. You know? Um, so I understand, but I just... Or could they, they did it on a Thursday, right? Friday, people are still working. What if they just waited until that Saturday and just run through all of it? You think that would be all too seven, much? That would be, yes, I think that would be too much. Okay. Um, I do think people would get burnt out. Again, I think round one, there's such like highly touted prospects. There's hype. That, yeah, there's so much hype right. that I think round one just clearly deserves like a day of its own. Right. But I do think they can do other things to speed it up. I just, but like I said, by day three, I was just kind of out of it, right? For and sure. You'll get some people listening to this that'll say, oh, you're not a true football fan or you're not a true, whatever. I don't care. It's just, <laughs> just a personal preference. I mean, Facts. I was all effing in right. the first two days. Like you Bruh. couldn't tell me nothing. Like I literally let the family go do whatever they needed to do Facts. i was like i will be here watching this right and you know so i was all in it's just day three midway through i just kind of checked out right so but yeah why don't you go ahead and run down uh eagles draft recap right so uh like you said before i'm just going to talk about the picks themselves and then i'm just going to focus on a few key guys who i thought were really good picks or, you know, a controversial one. So, number one overall, obviously, we already talked about it, is Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. After that, we took Landon Dickerson in the second round, the center from Alabama. Um, at third pick, we took Milton Williams, defensive tackle, um, Louisiana Tech. At four, we took Zach, uh, Zach McPherson, the cornerback from Texas Tech. Um, fifth, we took Kenneth Gainwell, running back from Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, we had three six-round picks, so that was Marlon – to it, Polutu, defensive tackle from USC, Tarn Jackson, defensive end from Coastal Carolina, Jacoby Stevens, linebacker from LSU. And then we took, uh, last but not least, Patrick Johnson, um, linebacker from Tulane. So just starting off, you know, you can't, I mean, I've said a lot about Devontae Smith, but the more I look into this kid, the more I like it. Um, the fact that this dude is just, Aside from his speed, aside from the fact that he came from, you know, of late, uh, a wide receiver factory in Alabama, um, mm-hmm. his route running ability. This dude, come, like, I actually watched a tape of just him, like, doing, like, training outside of, you know, outside of, uh, uh, 
what his pro day, just you know, just getting reps in, training, getting prepared for the for the NFL. And his ability to go in and out of breaks is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to see, you know, just him, you know, continue to build that relationship that he previously had for a shorter, a shorter period with Jalen Hurts while he was there, um, which was awesome. Um, and his catch radius is crazy. Like he's he's what six foot flat. Is um, he that tall? Yeah, he's six foot. Um, oh, they had him listed at six one, but he's really six foot. But he has crazy vertical, mm-hmm. so he plays like he's six three. Um, just, I, tr- at this point, Sirianni hasn't given me a reason to not trust his, um, his scheme as far as what he likes to do on offense with, with route trees and, and how he schemes guys open, um, just off of what I've seen him break down, um, with, uh, Spadaro, our, our lead analyst for the Philadelphia sports network and, and fan base. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. So the second overall pick we took for Philly was Landon Dickerson. And this pissed a lot of people off um, <laughs> because they wanted Asante Samuel Jr. Right. They There were a couple other cornerbacks on the board, but the bigger issue is the fact that this dude had two ACL tears and two and two season ending ankle injuries and within the first, well over the last five years. Jeez. So that's always a cause for concern, especially mm-hmm. in a Philly fan base, which you, if you don't know, we all hate the Novacare complex. We, we want them to ban it. We want them to <laughs> get back in contracts with Lehigh and, and, and oh, run it yeah. that way. But it's, it, it's, it's definitely a risk pick and it's what we're used to seeing how we do. Um, but he has crazy upside. This dude is a monster and uh, a projected replacement for Jason Kelsey because he's going to retire, if not next season, for damn sure after the season after. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's played, to his credit, he's played literally every pers- every position on the basically every position on the offensive line mm-hmm. from tackle to center uh, and guard. So I think he's going to come into next season as a guard starting, taking uh, I, uh, Isaac Siamalu's spot at mm-hmm. left guard. Um uh, but overall, I think based on the re- I, I'm at this point, I'm cautiously, optimistically trusting their research um, as far as what the doctors have said about this guy, mm-hmm. um, what's coming out of, you know, Alabama as far as his ability to play and to stay healthy um, moving forward. It's definitely a risk pick. But I, I as far as a staple, especially when you have a younger quarterback in Jalen Hurts that needs to stay upright, that needs more time in the pocket to mm-hmm. develop uh, in Sirianni's offense. I think it was a, a decent pick, but we could have gone somewhere else. Yeah. Um, la- well, two, well, two more guys very quickly. Um, Zach McPherson, dude. This dude was the one of the third – there was a tandem third highest rated uh, cornerbacks by um, Pro Football Focus. He was up there with Caleb Fairley. Um, this dude can cover. Problem. Love this kid. We needed a cornerback. They we wanted Asante Samuel Jr. But again, we filled a need, right? Like he still he was still rated pretty high. So I think we'll be pre, we'll be okay. Opposite of Darius Slay, mm-hmm. um, because it just hasn't been there last season. Um, my bomb pick of the draft outside of um, Devontae Smith was Kenneth Gainwell, dude. Memphis has been. Pre- Producing <laughs> running backs. 
Um, you guys have one. What Antonio Gibson? Antonio Gibson. Gibson yeah. um, we got one in Kenneth Gainwell, and then the Cowboys have one in Tony Pollard, who I think should be starting next season. Yeah. Um, this kid is like a running back receiver hybrid. Crazy hands. He can make up for the deficiencies of Miles Sanders last year because this dude was dropping balls like Aguilar, dropping babies. Um, <laughs> but this dude has crazy breakaway speed, and he is not afraid of contact. Um, the best way to describe him for me, is a bigger Darren Sproles with a little bit more breakaway speed and the same hands. Like, this dude can catch. So I'm really excited about him as the number two. Mm -hmm. Um, And last but not least, like, what was crazy is, like, his post after he was drafted by us, he had, like, a number 19 jersey on. And then the fan base was like, oh, that's JJ's number. And then they were like, wait a minute, JJ's probably not even going to be on the team <laughs> after this training camp, so it don't even matter. So, um, again, you know, that's our picks. Those are our picks. Um, I'm really excited about uh, the last three guys I talked about, Kenneth Gainwell um, as our number two. I'm excited about uh, what uh, Landon Dickerson, you know, just getting reps at the NFL level. And, of course, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. So, Break down your picks for us. All right. So Washington drafted, obviously, at pick 19. Uh, Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. Facts. Round two, pick 51. We got offensive tackle Samuel uh, Cosme from Texas. Right. Um, and watching uh, Ron Rivera's call with him, I don't know if you got a chance to see that, but nah. um, he, so, you know, like Rivera called the draft picks, and he's right. like, Samuel Cosme, please. And he's like, this is Samuel. And then he is like, you know, um, Hey buddy, how's it going? Like, uh, you know, if you're you like, you know, we're picking next, like we're going to take you. And the dude just starts like bawling. He's like, are you serious? Oh, like, that's you what's know. up. Yeah. And it was good cool. stories, man. Yeah, it was cool. And then like his family around him is like hugging him and stuff. And then Aww. he's like, I'm going to Washington. And then they all just started cheering and stuff. So, um, that was pretty cool. But, that's um, so in round three, pick 74, we got Benjamin St. Juice out of Minnesota. He's a cornerback. Um, big, big physical dude. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to what, what he can do, uh, round three as well. Pick 82. We got, and I'm, no, I'm messing this up. (laughs) Dayami Brown, wide receiver from North Carolina. Okay. Uh, so we got Terry McLaurin in the third round as well. Um, and that was his NFL comp was to Terry McLaurin. So that's what's up. We definitely added speed there. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll be interesting to see how he fits right um, in this year. Hopefully, he can be an impact player. I think he can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, definitely excited to see what he can do. Round four, uh, pick 124, we got tight end John Bates out of uh, Boise State. I saw so, that. to me, I out of all the, our draft picks, he's like the sleeper pick right. for me. Most intriguing. So, he's not like hell of athletic, but he and, – and so, he doesn't have crazy numbers either, right? The one thing that I heard when uh, I think I was listening to the radio mm-hmm. and then they were talking about him, but uh, they were saying like, um, I think it was Ron Rivera was asking him like, how come, or somebody in their building was saying, how come you don't have a lot of catches or whatever? He's like, I, I do what the team tells me to do. So, or That's a great ask, attitude. ask me to do. So it's like, if he's blocking, he's blocking. If right. he's, you know, running around to catch a pass and that's what he does. Um, 
seems like he needs to work on blocking a little bit more but i mean okay. i think i think overall he's he's pretty good right. he's he's not going to create a bunch of separation and, mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff um at at the wide receiver position but again intriguing nonetheless i think he can get out on the field and it kind of it was made me laugh because on the nfl network his nfl comp was jeremy sprinkle i was like we just got rid of jeremy sprinkle <laughs> i was like oh i was like oh no no <laughs> Um, oh man! So yeah, so it it it'll be interesting to see how he develops. Um, right. I like to me, we have a good tight ends coach, so I think hopefully they can get him up to speed. Um, mm. and and just kind of see how that goes. So round five, pick one sixty three, we have uh, Derek Forrest, the safety from Cincinnati. Okay. Um, I didn't know much about him. I didn't have time to really watch like a bunch of highlights and things. But, but one thing I can say is that since he's had a pretty decent defense um just on a college level mm-hmm. like that's who like when i watch since he play i watch their defense so yeah no i mean I'm, I'm definitely intrigued for sure right um depth if nothing else for sure uh straight. round six pick 225 we took um long snapper cameron cheeseman from michigan let's go the best player in the draft let's go we, we got him yep. um round seven pick 240 we got William Bradley King, defensive end from Baylor, adding depth there. Why not? Uh, round seven again, pick 246. We got Shaka Tony, defensive end, Penn State. There you go. Uh, round seven to end our selections. We uh, two, Excuse me, to end our draft at pick 258, we got Dax, I think it's Milne, wide receiver from BYU. Let's go. Um, I don't know really what he's going to provide. Um it seems like a lot of wide receivers are going to just get caught up in the numbers game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, again, how long – I mean, how, how all that's going to play out now that we right. suddenly have so many wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an uh, undrafted free agent we signed was Jarrett Patterson from yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. yeah Didn't so, you text me about him? Yeah, he was that kid. I think he had like eight touchdowns in that one game. Right. So hey, we'll see. Give we'll him see. a shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then so it's funny, too. So at Redskins, like uh, training camp and stuff, like right. back in the day was Redskins, uh, they have like the players out mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. it's just like the mannequin type things. You can oh, yeah. stand behind them. So you're so your head is in, oh, yeah, in yeah. uniform. So there's actually a picture of Jarrett Patterson when he was young. Oh, yeah. That's and he dope. was at the Redskins training camp and he's like, yeah, this was always meant to be. So that's full circle. Cool. Let's go. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um and then John Keim of ESPN, who mm-hmm. reports for Washington, right? Um, he's pretty like he said that uh, Charles Leno, excuse me, Leno, left tackle, um, was released by uh, Chicago, so he'll oh, wow. he'll be visiting Washington on Monday, okay, uh, per source. So if that works out, then there's some more depth there. Um, and then Washington signed, I believe it was yesterday or the day before that my days have all run together. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight end um, Dion Yelder. Okay. And corner uh Lyndon Stevens. So hey. hey. Who knows how those will pan out? Um competition. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So as far as like our draft is is concerned, clearly uh Jamin Davis linebacker. I was super excited. Facts. Um like Adam was talking about earlier. And I, I should have mentioned that. Uh, so Adam actually had to go. He had a family engagement to to attend. Uh so he yeah. wasn't able to be on the back half of the show. Um but again, as as Adam alluded to and, and and we kind of talked about in previous episodes like our 
biggest need that we felt was linebacker. Right. Um, and, and just everything about this kid, he just seems like I know Ron Rivera had pretty much said, like, this guy fits culture and scheme. Mm-hmm. So clearly you want talent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he, because you always hear those stories like, oh, you'll put up with the knucklehead as long as they're good type thing, right? right. Which is why AB still has a job. Um, <laughs> but you clearly want to be able to yes get your talent but you also want culture guys and then scheme and fit like there's right. no better uh feeling in a sense to, than to be in a place that you actually fit right you know, as far as your skill set and for sure what their plan is for you so uh that's pretty good and then like i said i'm looking forward to again uh, offensive guy not a lot of people get excited about it but uh samuel cosme mm-hmm. uh just hopefully being able to provide stability not just depth but actual stability right um on the offensive line especially at that tackle position you know Mm -hmm. we no longer have trent williams um just overall like our line has just kind of been a carousel of just players so and last year they they to me last year i i think they performed much better than i thought they were going to and we drafted Sadiq Charles last year, but okay. he had like one play. He's from LSU. He had uh-huh. one play and like broke his kneecap or something. So right, and what he'll, bug- he'll be back. Oh my fault. But like no, what cool. what bugs me is that you know f- fans need to understand that games more than likely are won in the trenches. In the right? trenches, man. like if you can't win that front line battle, it's going to be a long day for either side of the ball. So right. you have to reinforce that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to control that line of scrimmage, man. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like I said, the Deami Brown, wide receiver from North Carolina. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't think they would take a wide receiver, but then I also wasn't surprised either. Right. Um, but then, like, watching, you know, just as highlights, clearly, I'm, I'm not going to lie and pretend like I watch North Carolina football, but right. um, he could motor. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, now there seems to be other receivers on the roster that can help take heat off of Terry McLaurin. So he can actually get open. Because, I mean, think about what Terry was still able to do when they know he is your vertical threat. And he was still able to do relatively well with subpar quarterback play. So now you add Fitzpatrick, hopefully Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm joking. That's not – I'm not even going (laughs) to try to prognosticate that. But but with Fitzpatrick, I mean – he's going to spread that ball around. Absolutely. And what's the goal? To not be one-dimensional, right? Right. So – Obviously, adding more depth on the receiver side, Gibson's going to get off again, like he did yeah. last season. So, yeah, and even more possibly. Yeah, and to me, that's the crazy part about it, right? Because he can catch balls out of the backfield, yes. so, and so can McKissick. Right. Um, Curtis Samuel, they they'll Carolina had lined him up and and used him in the backfield yes, out of did. the slot out wide. Yes, so. To me, Scott Turner can really get creative here, yep. especially with a quarterback like Fitzpatrick, uh, who. I I have no fear that he won't be able to learn the playbook or the scheme, but I feel like Scott will be able to open up that playbook. Um, Especially it'll be year two for all the guys that were here last year. Um, Yeah. I, I really look for that offense to be not just gadgety or, or trick plays, but you can really mix it up with the type of guys you have with the speed, you know, you could put Curtis Samuel in the backfield and put, um, Gibson or McKissick in the slot, 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, just give you weird weird looks. And, so. I, and I think that's the goal of most offenses. You want to build your offense to where it's so amoebas that you can literally walk to the line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage and then let your quarterback literally look at those mass up, matchups and know exactly where he's going with the ball. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. But overall, I thought I thought Washington had a pretty solid draft. Um, I was saying it before the draft, not even if I didn't say it on the show, like right. just texting with buddies and stuff, and even you, like I trust Ron Rivera and and the regime that's that's running for sure. you know football operations now. Every reason um, not to, and and it's it's like refreshing to not be so worried like was that the right pick and clearly not all these guys are going to pan out right because nobody hits on every draft pick right. but if you can find guys that you feel fit your scheme and what you can do then then you go after them you get them you don't worry about it you develop them and then you know you just you move on one word that pops into my head when i think of the washington football team um that I haven't thought of when it came to that franchise, like ever, was stability. Right? That's exactly right, yeah. what you guys have. Yeah, right we've now. always been the opposite of stability. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, and, and and to your point, so again, it's just refreshing to yep. to see that, and and largely like the pulse of the fan base that I interact with on on Twitter and and other social medias. It, it just seems like they kind of are trusting the process. Yep. Um, you know, and you're going to have the outliers, right? You have some who are so pissed off that, you know, we didn't draft a quarterback. You should have took Kyle Trask. You should have took uh, Davis Mills. You should have, you know what I mean? Like all that shit. And I'm like, look, the team, first of all, there's Fitzpatrick, right. there's Heineke, and there's Allen, right? right. So, okay, you're going to take a flyer on, you know, a Trask or somebody who is truly a developmental project, in my opinion. Right. Um, for what? Like, you already have backup quarterbacks. And, like, even if you guys just wet the bed this season, what's been the formula, aside from Brady, as of late, for teams to win Super Bowls? The rest of the team is stacked, and then you have a young guy that's just not going to lose you the game. Yeah. So, what you guys are doing towards the future, I mean, I'm not mad. At, I mean, I'm mad because I'm an Eagles fan, but overall, right, 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 you're, right. you're doing it the right way. Yeah, and, so. and, and that was my thing is, like, I understand a clamoring for a quarterback, right? Like, clearly, this franchise has been quarterback, like, starving for a quarterback for so long right. that, yes, you're going to want to move up to get this guy or that guy or try to do this, try to do that, right. and, and, and all these things. But then, like, like I said, I think it was around the start of free agency, Ron Rivera had said, like, you know, I'm okay with building the team Facts. basically around a quarterback. Like, you know, so when that quarterback becomes available at some point, uh, you can plug and play. hundred percent. So now I, on the flip side, I can understand. And this is why I want to push for Rogers is because you got to think you have a finite amount of time right. with that defensive core that you have There's a window. before MFers need to start getting paid. And the thing is you can't pay them all. You know, unless you're Jerry Jones, who thinks he can, but right, <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I no, mean, but you're, like, you're for sure, yeah, you're right. like theoretically, you or, can't pay like, them all. Like you're not going to be able to pay them all, especially right. if they're all producing at a high level. Facts. Like they're going to want to get paid. 100. They're probably not really in the business of taking a home down hometown discount, if nah. you will. And nor nor should they. I mean, you should always, you know, value yourself high, get your money, and and and, and get your money, and that's in any career or, 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 or profession. Facts. But yeah, so. To me, you you do have a finite amount of time. And then to me, it just is like a match made in heaven because you think Aaron Rodgers, he has a finite amount of time too. As I said, I what three to four 
good to decent years left, you can get it done in that kind of time. You know that GIF that you see um, the younger version of um, what's his face, uh, Denzel Washington, where he, uh, I think he's Malcolm X and he just like slaps the desk and he's really upset. Oh, yeah. If you guys get Aaron Rodgers, that's exactly <laughs> what you can see me doing yeah. at work when I when that little ticker goes across my computer screen or something <laughs> like that. Like I'm going to be hot. Yeah. Um I'll be happy, but then I'm also gonna pop some popcorn that I can't. Yeah, I, I can't eat popcorn, but um, <laughs> and and I'm just gonna just watch Twitter melt down, like because there's gonna be half of the Washington football team, like like Washington fan base, is going to be excited, and then the other half is gonna. St- just find something to be negative about. Why right. did you give up that many draft picks? You're mortgaging the franchise's future. You're, um, you know, Rodgers is old. He's like, you know what I mean? We're more than a quarterback away. Why would they do that? They just, you know, so you're going to have those. And then right. you're going to have people like me who are just going to be happy. At the end of the day, especially once a deal is done, why bitch about it? Because you can't take it back. Like take it those, back, those picks are gone. And, and, and somebody was saying the other day, like, well, why don't mortgage the future that that's stupid i was like wasn't nobody saying that crap like when they got rg3 when they actually made the trade and went up and got him people Mm -hmm. were extremely excited and then you saw how that turned out um so to give up something like a similar package to get arguably the the best quarterback in the game right now right like yeah please have a seat like i would take that Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Anybody would. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man. So that's the Washington football team um, draft recap. I had wanted to get somebody on the Maddie Jane. She's at the HTBR podcast. She ended up having to work um, this evening, so she wasn't able to get on. But, you know, now that we're going to start what it should be like rookie uh, like mini camps and yep. things like that should be starting in the next like, couple weeks. And then they'll have OTAs and, and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, before you know it, man, we're going to start having some football. Absolutely. Um, hard which, knocks, bro. Yeah. Which should be fun. So did they, did they actually release who's going to be on hard knocks? I don't think year? so. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. It just sucks that like Washington can't be forced to be on there because we made it to right. the playoffs. And then, like last year we couldn't be forced because Ron Rivera, like we got a new coach. Like I just would like to see my team and I'm tired. I said it last year, but I'm tired of people who are just like, Oh, the cameras are so distracting. Oh, like they need to fuck. Like, Oh my God. It's going to be hard to upstage that Raiders hard knocks, dude. I thought that was a really, really good one. Yeah. Dude. It was pretty cool. Like, well, so the one last year was the Chargers. It was the Chargers. Rams. It was Chargers Rams. But for me, I think, like that one was good, but I'm still like I I loved Chucky like yeah his that was element. yeah that was pretty good. So one of the ones that stuck out to me was the one the year before I think it was with the Cleveland Browns. Like that, that was a good that one was, too. That was pretty. That good. was that was a good one too. That I gave you that. Good. Plus, like um, so like. I really like when you hear like the coaches cussing and all. Oh, that type it's of stuff. It, oh, and they're all oh, in all their glory and yeah, it's, it's, it's everything. Cool. It's cool. So yeah, because um, for sure, like last point, like I think with last year's, I think the the one cornerback, I think the players made that a little bit more than the coaches. I'm oh, just I'm just interested to yeah. see what they like who they like who gets picked up this year. I don't mm-hmm. know. Hopefully, it's as, is as entertaining. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be. Uh, Hard knocks with the Philadelphia Eagles. No, you guys got a new coach, so they can't got, make you they do can't, it. They can't make us do it. Uh, it's so funny how, like, teams shy. Like, they run the opposite way. Right. Like, Wait, I'm, the Patriots didn't make the playoffs, right? They they did not. They could But and didn't they, they do the Patriots before? Like, eons ago. Years ago. 
Yeah. I would. Uh, who would you like to see? Like who would who know. would you who would you like to get picked up? You know who I want to see? Did the, did the did the Dolphins make the playoffs? I don't think so. I would love to see the Dolphins in that game. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be dope. See Tua. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That offense. That would be pretty good. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who else? Like San Francisco. I, I just feel like San Kyle Francisco Shanahan's boring. With, with, with Jimmy Kyle Shanahan, he is boring. But it, I mean, it is San Fran. It is California. It's sunny. Most of the time, Trey I mean, Lan- so they're near the bay. It gets foggy. Uh, it, it's it, not always sunny. Yeah, that. Yeah, you you right on that. Uh, new quarterback in the in the room. I don't. Yeah, that that might be a good look. That might be a good look, especially with Trey Lance. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, whoever it is, you and I are going to watch it because we do it every it. year. Oh, so, for sure. Even yep. before the podcast. Yes, so. sir. Yeah, man. All right. Well, hey, that was episode 67. I'm Eddie. That's Marcus. Again, yep. Adam had a rollout. He had a family thing to attend to. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you for listening. Be yep. sure to head over to our website, yeah. AverageSportsGuys.com. Yep. All of our podcasts are there. Yep. Um, social media. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yep. like our links are there. YouTube. We will be filming soon. Soon. Yeah, we'll get back to it. We had some technical yep. difficulties with Marcus's camera. But Bruh. as always, we appreciate you all listening and we'll see you later. Yep.